I'm Tavis Smiley. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Glad to have you tuned in in this first hour today. Uh, as promised, the conversation now with Everett Sands, the CEO of Lindustry, uh, unpacking the latest U.S. jobs report, which shows a drop in the unemployment rate to 3.6% in June, uh, down from, uh, what is that, 37 in May. Um, so there's a slight drop, but uh, there's still gains in unemployment for minority workers, uh, with African Americans now seeing several months of weaker employment on some level, Everett, this is no surprise, but every time I see these numbers, it just depresses me. Your thoughts, sir. Good to have you on again. Hey, Tavis. Good to have you on. Happy Monday. Um, you know, I, I think it's things that we've talked about before, right? It's kind of understanding the game and understanding where the market is going. So maybe maybe we start with just talking about kind of where the market is going and what we see. Okay. Um, I think the, the first thing is to understand what companies are doing. And, and the way I tend to think about it is you got to know who are the big companies and who are the real decision makers. So if you love sports, right, you know there's an owner's meeting, right? And if we take one sport in particular, let's take football. Let's just choose a sport. It would be like Jerry Jones and, and Robert Kraft making a decision. And then and if you notice, what happens is when, when those two guys make a decision, most of the other owners kind of fall in line. Mm -hmm. Well, in, in the financial world, in the corporate world, that's Jamie Dimon. Mm -hmm. And Jamie Dimon a year ago said things like, we're going to have tightened markets. Everybody needs to come to work. We need to pay attention to these economic signs. And I think as, as black people, what we have to do, and as people in general, what we have to do is we got to kind of clue into what that means. So I'm going to give you a couple of things that I see. Before, before, before you do that, we should mention, uh, you know this, obviously, because yeah. you're a field. J, uh, Jamie Dimon is the head, the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase. So uh, Everett yeah, Sands' his point that. is that when <laughs> Jamie Dimon speaks, people listen, kind of like E.F. Hutton back in the day. But in the banking industry, right. he is right. When, when Jamie Dimon says something, everybody in banking sort of pays attention. So, again, for those who don't know the name, the name Jamie Dimon, I always want to make sure we're on the same page. He's the CEO of J.P. Yeah. Morgan Chase. That said, Everett, continue. I'm sorry. He yeah, and you know you're right, and I, let me just—I should probably close that thought. So, not only did Jamie Dimon or Chase say it, but then Wells said it, and then all of a sudden, City says, and Bank of America says. So, just if you think about that in terms of economic prowess, mm -hmm. when ten to twelve trillion dollars says this is what we're going to do, everybody else must follow mine because either you are borrowing from them, you're banking with them, or you plan to borrow from them, mm -hmm. right? And so, what they essentially said is that companies are going to hire less. Now, what does that mean? Most people during the pandemic took an opportunity to do a couple things. The first thing they took an opportunity to do was look at other jobs they could get in an effort to get a pay raise. Mm -hmm. Let me be clear in saying to you, you should do what's best for you. But when companies start hiring less, what that means is that job hopping has to stop, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. and, th and that means as an individual, you got to start focusing on sustainability. What do I need to do to become the number one employee of the month kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. What do I need to do to m hit my numbers, uh, show up on time, you know, kind of show that extra effort? Because now we're going back a little bit to old school, again, led by the kind of four banking institutions making this decision. Second thing, companies are starting to right size because of higher interest rates. We knew that when the Fed raised interest rates, and what that means, just to make it plain, is the interest rates the companies pay when they borrow on their debt increases, which means they have a higher <clears throat> excuse me, expense, mm -hmm. and they're going to look to cut the cost somewhere. Now, unfortunately, what we've seen historically is that usually affects our community more than others. But we just have to be conscious of 
what happens when there are higher interest rates? This goes into a variety of different things. We could we can go off into politics and talk about voting. We can go off into just thinking about how you plan. We can also go off into people who are running P&Ls and how they should think about managing their own expenses and their individual departments as leaders inside of a company, which we have many black leaders doing. Mm-hmm. The next thing I think is companies are starting to look more aggressively at accountability. And so what I mean by that is metrics and accountability. Remember, you got financial people at the top saying this is what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And what do they do? They run all their companies by numbers. And so if your sales are down or, you know, there's some lacking in efficiency or anything like that, I know this doesn't necessarily, you know, hit us right between the eyes and say this is the specific problem that is within the black community. But my goal here is to talk about what's the bar talk and bar conversation going on behind the scenes mm-hmm. so that we can be empowered, have the knowledge, and to react accordingly so we don't lose any jobs or we save a person who's about to be cut when we're the leader of that group. Mm-hmm. Let me go back to your first point, uh, which is powerful, um, which I think relates uh, <clears throat> most to everyday people. <clears throat> excuse me, listen to this program right now, and that is this notion of how the job hopping has to stop. Uh, we, live in, we live in a moment, we live in a culture, of course, where people don't do what they did 100 years ago, 50 years ago. You don't get on one job and stay there until you retire. People are constantly changing jobs. They're trading jobs, if you will. They, 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 they get one job, they get a better offer, and they move someplace else, or they don't like what they do, and they decide to leave and find something else. So for, for a lot of reasons, there's a lot of job hopping. Your first point is that that job job hopping has to stop right now. So if you're an African-American right now and you're not happy where you are, and by the way, I was reading some data not long ago that suggests that the overwhelming majority of black folk in this country, Everett, are not happy with the jobs they have. But if you're one of those black people right now who's had a job and you're not happy, I just heard you say, don't be so quick to job hop. Uh, Unpack that for me a bit more. Yeah, so it, like I'm gonna, and I'm, I like to use sports analogy because we have a tendency in our community to understand sports analogies a little bit better. Sometimes there's a player option, and mm-hmm. sometimes there's a team option. Mm-hmm. You got to know which which economic cycle you're in. We're going from a player option to a team option, and so look, I don't really want to focus so much on being unhappy at the job because I think unhappy. There's a lot of different reasons for being unhappy, but I also think there's a lot of ways you can make yourself happy, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. I, I tend to think that it really falls into three things, compensation, quality of life, and career. And generally speaking, we're focused on one of those three at different moments in our lives. And so you got to figure out which one of those three are making you unhappy career. Maybe you want to accelerate. You want to get a higher position. What can you do to better yourself? Mm-hmm. Quality of life. Maybe you want to take off on Fridays and you want to do something different and you need a job that caters to that. Or maybe you just need to leave work at a certain period of time and start a little bit earlier, shift your day. Right. And then, you know, compensation is obviously compensation, right? And there's a variety of different things associated with that. But what I am saying to you, most importantly, is you got to understand when there's a player option, a team option. We're coming into a team option moment. Now, you've heard other people talk about things like this. First one, last one hired, first one fired. Mm -hmm. That's team option, right? Mm -hmm. That means that when the market starts to turn and people start to think about laying people off, they look at who is the last one that they hired. Now, we're we're out there hopping jobs because we're trying to get a higher compensation and we happen to be the last one. We just walked into the team option where the team is already saying, I'm cutting people. Yeah. And those are the things that I want to make sure we're aware sure. of. So, so let me ask it more expressly. Um, given that black people sure. are perennially unemployed at a, at a higher number yep. or perennially underemployed at a much higher number, if companies, to your point now, are in a moment where they're going to be hiring less, 
what does that ultimately do to the jobless number for black people in particular? Well, I don't want us to also be afraid of the jobless number because we're also the ones creating more businesses right now than anybody else. Mm -hmm. And so I want us to recognize that part of what you see in the numbers is us making the decision to be self-employed. And so that doesn't immediately reflect in the numbers accordingly. But I, but I want to say the solution to this is we have to have more ownership, mm -hmm. right? We've got to start our own companies. We've got to get access to capital. Obviously, I'm heavily involved in that with at Lendistry. Sure. And we've got to start taking commands of the reins on our own. Once we take commands on the reins of our own and we start starting companies, we have a tendency to hire more people to look like us, educate more people to look like us, and then pass the wealth down from a generational perspective, either inside the family or outside the family, because we have a tendency to sell to people who look like us. Yeah. So I, I think there's multiple ways that we can be combating this as well. When we come forward, I want to come back to this issue of ownership uh, that Everett Sands just puts his finger on, um, suggesting that uh, we, black people, are starting businesses, uh, you know, uh, sole proprietorships mostly, of course, but we're starting businesses faster yep. than anybody else. And I, I, I want to know what that means. And I, I raise that because, you know, we're, we're now celebrating two years of KBLA Talk 1580. We just crossed over into year three. And I've said many times, uh, trust me on this, a startup is a startup is a startup. It could be a mom and pop. It could be a radio station, but all the factors are the same. Uh, it's difficult. There are long hours. You're underfunded, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so on the one hand, I am buoyed by the fact, I'm happy to hear, that African-Americans um, are, are starting businesses uh, at a faster clip than others. And that, in fact, may say something to Everett's point about this, um, about these about these numbers that we're dissecting in this hour in the recent jobs report. On the other hand, again, because a startup is a startup is a startup, uh, I'm concerned in a moment like this about th th those businesses that uh, start and don't succeed. Uh, there's a high rate of that uh, as well, failure of these uh, African-American-owned businesses. So we'll talk about that when we come forward. We're talking right now with Everett Sands, the CEO of Lindustry on KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to Tavis Miley and Everett Sands, the CEO of Lindustry on KBLA Talk 1580. So Everett, I said a moment ago uh, following you, um, that um, there are a number of African-Americans, uh, and the data suggests that uh, we're starting uh, businesses, mostly sole proprietors, as I said earlier, proprietorships, uh, at a faster clip than others, uh, but that also means potentially uh, a, a higher failure rate of these businesses. Before I get to that, let me just, I want to piece this, I want to break this into pieces. Let me start by how you read the fact, as we're talking about the recent job numbers, African-Americans, again, at a faster clip than others, are starting new businesses. Question one, how do you read that? Well, I mean, essentially, the way I tend to think of it is I just look over a certain year period and just say, okay, what's the increase? Mm -hmm. Black-owned businesses are at 13.64% increase. Other other nationalities and races are at 053 That's a big difference. Yeah. Right. I mean, if you, if you really sit back and think about it now, look, we had the blip during the pandemic and I don't I definitely don't mean to make it light by any means. But many a times I got asked, you know, what does this mean? A lot of our businesses are closing. And I would say that we're pretty resilient people. We can go back several hundred years and talk about that. Yeah. Right. But I think just generally speaking, we know how to make it through the storms. Well, um, second question, breaking this into pieces. What do you make of the fact that most of these businesses are sole proprietorships? There's no doubt about that we start off in smaller businesses, one, two-person employee businesses. Eight out of ten of our businesses fell in the 18 months. And that's also, we'll just piggyback on what we talked about before, that's also my stay-at-your-job concept. Because I tend to think that a lot of the reason why we are unhappy is because we think we can do it better 
And I think we're actually right, mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. I think, two, we do have a desire for self-employment, whether we call it a side hustle, a hobby, or true employment. I do believe it's just naturally inside of us to do to try to work something, um, you know, a, a, another job out, right, which today we can call sole proprietorship. And I think we need to recognize that. And when you recognize that, it takes careful planning. Because if you look, what takes the 80% of the companies down, it's healthcare, it's finances, it's different things like that. If they have stability, and stability could look like a lot of things. We always talk about investment. Yes, that's one thing, to start start your company with a certain amount of money. But the second thing is having friends with you that are supporting you, you know, angel investors, different things like that. Yes, I know we don't always have a lot of that. But the third one, which I think is kind of the unforgotten one, is staying at the current job while you're building the business. And there's something to be said about that and said for that. And when we look look at some of these businesses that are succeeding, it's all about the game plan and how they're they're filling in the holes that they have in their financial path or access to capital path. I, I think we could get it smarter about that. No, I get it. I, I would assume that if we're starting businesses faster than other communities, that we're probably failing faster as well. It goes hand in hand, does it not? Sure. That's yeah. natural. Yeah. That's natural. That's right. Yeah, I figure as much. Um, when we come forward in our remaining moments with Everett Sands, I want to get his take on the uh, interest rates. He mentioned earlier high interest rates. I want to just get his take as a banker, um, as the CEO of Lindustry, uh, how he reads these interest rates that all the rest of us are being subject to. We'll get that in a, uh, in a couple more things before we lose him at the top of the hour. You're listening to Everett Sands. CEO of Lindustry on KBLA Talk 15. Before I close by asking Everett Sands, the CEO of Lindustry, his uh, his thoughts and advice uh, specific for black folk about how to navigate this particular moment, uh, given the jobs report we've been discussing in this hour. I want to start by asking his take on interest rates. This is what you do every day at Lindustry. So uh, what do you make of these interest rates and how are they impacting and affecting what Lindustry is doing, Everett Sands? Yeah, sure. So uh, we're watching the market and watching, obviously, Fed Chairman Fed Powell, who's the head uh, of the Federal Reserve, who uh, who will make that decision on where interest rates go. Um, we're expecting uh, a 50 basis point, so a 0.50% uh, hike over the rest of the year, probably split into two, a quarter hike and another quarter hike. We assume they're probably going to be in Q3. Um, so sometimes before September 30th, just because there's a tendency not to do it towards the end of the year. And obviously we got uh, a very, you know, uh, election cycle that's about to start here at the end of the year into mm-hmm. next year. Um, so that's what we think about. But, but you know, I want to tell people never be afraid of interest rates and never be afraid of borrowing money. It's all about what you're going to do with the money, right? So for my business owners out there, are you about to get a new contract you can execute on? Are you investing in people, property, or technology? You know, for those who are thinking about personal finances, are you writing off enough money in terms of your interest on your primary residence and things like that where you could be taking a tax benefit? So I want us to never be afraid of money. I never want us to be afraid of where money's at in terms of interest rates. I want us always to be focused on what we're going to do with the money because that's the key. Mm-hmm. And how's Lindustry uh, as an entity navigating this present moment? Well, we're doing the same thing, right? We're talking to some of our creditors and saying, okay, should, when should we have an adjustable rate versus a fixed rate? How do we, you know, obviously it impacts our borrowers. So we're looking at some of the state programs and doing some what we call a blended rate model. That's where we take some money down from the state and then use it in with our current creditors. And then we blend the, the rates together to try to keep rates pretty whole. Um, we're trying to do that around the country. So we've got a couple of states that have already agreed, uh, Maryland, New York, and, and several others. And we've got some other states that will will agree, I think, in the near term, uh, because everybody's worried about affordability affordability for s- small businesses, homeowners, et cetera. 
So the other thing we're doing is we're working on with the policy people out there in various state governments, federal governments, et cetera, and saying, look, we got to be careful of this because it can get out of control pretty quickly. Here's the exit question. Um, what's your view of the state of the economy right now? You know, we haven't went into a deep recession or depression, which I think is good. Um, I think this is somewhat of a slow death in terms of the way the interest <laughs> rates are rising. So I think we got to be very careful. But I, but I prefer slow because I think it allows us to plan strategically and, and think about things. I'm, I'm never afraid of an economy we can plan for. Um, I'm afraid of one where we can't. And that's why you hear me trying to really encourage your, your listeners to say, okay, what's our plan? What, mm-hmm. what, what are we trying to execute on here? And then how do we carry that through? Because I think that's what everyone is doing in other communities, and we can get a little bit sharper on in our own community. Yep. Uh, I love um, hearing from him, and I hope you appreciate hearing from an African-American in the uh, banking industry, as it were. Uh, he's the CEO of Lindustry, and I love, again, having his insights uh, as an insider. And uh, he will join us again uh, not too far down the road. But for now, we thank Everett Sands of Lindustry for his time today. Everett, have a great rest of the day, man. I appreciate you. You too, man. Have a great week. Talk like, to you. Likewise. Uh, when we come forward after news, traffic, and sports, another hour of Tavis Smiley on KBLA Talk.